You're listening to The Brian and Gina Show, the official podcast of L.A. Magazine. Here are your hosts, Brian and Gina. Hello and welcome to The Brian and Gina Show, the official podcast of Los Angeles Magazine. I'm Brian Bishop. I'm Gina Grad. And today we bring you a new batch of listener questions. Thanks in advance, everyone, for interacting with the show, sending us your questions, uh, DMing, tweeting, Instagramming, all of us your questions. We appreciate it. Gives us uh, jumping points, uh, jumping off points, that is, to talk about uh, life in L.A. and uh, how it differs from other cities, how it uh, is unique, interesting, uh, lovely, maybe sometimes not so lovely, all of the above, all, all the vagaries of uh, this town. And uh, yeah, we're going to talk drive-in movies, apparently. Yeah. And also, you know, last time we did listener questions, it was like, um, uh, let's call it softball, soft serve, soft serve questions. Where's the best ice cream? What do you oh, like in terms of beaches? Yes. I have noticed that this batch might be less A to B, more A to Q. A little more lifestyle oriented. We're going to do our best to answer them. But yeah, this is, um, this, this is summer. We're in it. Um, it's finally cracked 80 degrees. It really was around summer solstice when like the weather started to get nice. Yes. Because it's, I think we're all witches at heart and we had to wait to the solstice. That's true. And now it's time. It's time to go sit in the dewy grass with your soggy picnic basket. Well, not Brian, but everybody yes. else, um, because it is it is drive-in movie season. Now, I love an outdoor movie. I've been going for 20 years. Brian hates the experience. I hate the idea. Never having done okay, it. Okay. Let's stop and talk about that, because there are more than you might imagine there are more ways to do it and i will uh, present them to you and see which one is is the most likely for you to attend but okay so i love the idea of like being out under the stars and like doing doing nothing in nature is like sure. my signature move that's appealing so the fact that i'm like but we're not doing nothing we're doing something but like watching a movie, which is what you'd be doing on your couch, but like putting it on a, you know, having a sn- a slanket on and doing it under the stars is like the best of both worlds. I'm now, Brian, of- Brian, counterpoint. I, this is only this is purely um, from my point of view. I'm I understand these things are popular. I understand there are a lot of people who like them. This is simply my uh, my. I'm the descending opinion yes. uh, yes. in this Supreme Court, uh, yes. you know, uh, eight to one decision. Yes. Uh, I'm the one who's filing the descending opinion. I am such a. The nice way to say would be a nerd or a purist. Maybe mm-hmm. the not so nice way to say would be a snob. Mm-hmm. I'm such a movie purist that I love seeing movies in the best format possible. Sure. Like I'm going this after we finish this. I am. I'm. I'm sucking it up for for all of our listeners and all all the people who value. God forbid, you know things that I say. Uh, I'm going to see Indiana Jones. Ah, number five, I think. Uh, in, uh, in 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 my local AMC, which has not just IMAX, not just the Dolby Theater, but the right. uh, AMC Prime as well. So three premium formats. Wow. And I am I am my habit is to uh, is to I will regularly go see a movie that is at a less convenient time if it's playing on a better screen. You really? know what I'm saying? That's, and it's not even amazing. like 
I'm not even like the master sommelier who can tell the the, the notes, right. uh, you know, in, in the wine. Like I, I can tell a difference, but it's all about the experience. Like I love going to movie theaters. I love, you know, seeing having sure. the great sound literally, you know, sure. reverberate through your chest or, uh, you know, the big screen or the laser projection, whatever it right. is. So just the idea that it's like, I don't know. If you love a band or, or music or whatever, like, would you rather listen, you know, to with your headphones on, you know, CD quality or above, or, you know, you want to pop in a tape that a friend copied from his that I'm dating myself, but you know what I'm saying? Like uh, there, there's, you, you take it a little more seriously, I guess. I don't know. I sound like a douche. I'm sure. No, no, no. I think, I think they're right. I think you have, you make excellent points and, and one of them I will absolutely attest to. So you're going to see, um, Indiana Jones and the temple of prune juice. That's right. What's, the, what's uh, it the, called? The, uh, the dial of destiny. I believe oh, Arch- I have no idea. it involves Archimedes in some way. Ooh, la la. Okay. So, and I get a movie like that. Now, the first time Andy, my husband, ever saw the original Indiana Jones. I forced him to see it at a rooftop theater. And that was the first time he'd ever seen it. It was, and he loved it. But I knew I get, I get it. What I get it with the face you're making. You are gonna. The, the, you have such heat coming out of your eyes that I'm gonna melt like a Nazi. Yeah, like you're like your tote or uh, or Belloc. <laughs> Looking but at the at the at the uh, at the Ark, the Covenant. Well, and here is here is why I agree with you. There is a certain kind of movie that is not only best enjoyed under the stars, but that should only be seen under the stars. Like, I'll give you this: I saw Chinatown at an outdoor movie. I hated it. I didn't understand it. It was a horrible venue to see such a movie. Now, yeah. if I saw it where I could actually focus and people weren't chit-chatting and the smell of weed wasn't wafting through the air, but I was like, this is the literally the worst movie I've ever seen. And I don't know that I would have had... A really good movie. Everybody says that. I, it was just such a weird place to see it and to follow along. I believe that these kind of movies are reserved for the hits. You go there to yes, see okay. Grease. You go there a, to see Bye Bye movie, Birdie. A movie you've enjoyed before. Yes, and a in a real like bubblegum popcorn movie or a scare oh. movie. You don't go there to see Chinatown. Let or a me... favorite, okay? Exactly. This isn't for something that you know. This isn't a first timer, and this isn't you know like a like a Swedish uh, you know drama with subtitles. Sure. So, so I totally agree about that. Okay, good because I uh, the summer of 1995, uh, I was in high school. You were probably you know barely in diapers, I, yeah, but I, I was in high school, that. and uh, you know, I'm just coming into my own as like a movie lover, right? But I'm still we're going to, we're going to drive in movies because there's a drive in movie theater close to sure. where I grew up in the Bay Area. It's fun. You can drink as a 16 year old or whatever you pay by the car not by the head yeah yeah precisely so um you know we'd go and so it's a party but you know the movie's playing and i remember the one time this actually happened i was so interested in what was going on in the movie i was like i think this is a really good movie i went to see it the next day in the theater because i was i'm i'm half paying attention i'm half you know drunk and i'm like I'm pretty sure this is a good movie. And I think, I think, I think I need to follow what's going along here. You know what that movie was? What? Summer of 1995. It Wait, was a can good I guess? movie. Can I guess? Yeah. Pulp Fiction? Uh, you're not far off. That was, I think, the year before. Um, but uh, Mission Impossible, the first oh, one. Oh, sure. And that is a movie yeah. that, you know, t- takes a little deciphering. I see. Yeah, yeah. With the okay. knock list and all. Yeah, it, it, yeah. there's a lot going on there. 
Yeah, no, you're right. You're tr- and that's what I'm saying. Like, if you can, if the stars align, and you know, like, like, like I, I, we're going to a bunch of them, you know, this summer with the kid. Like, of course, he he's seen it three times, so we're gonna go see the Sandlot next to the baseball field in the valley. Oh, you know, like, I have thoughts on the Sandlot, <laughs> and they don't align with most of society. <laughs> it's a cute movie. Does somebody say it's a masterpiece? I think I think a lot. Gary can chime in. I think a lot of people have revered love oh. for the Sandlot, whereas I'm like, yeah, it's, it's cute. No, I don't. I don't have revered love for. Okay. I, I, I think, I think a lot point. of boys who are at the right age. Here, I'm going to make your point even further. It's a it's a lighthearted Goonies. Oh, I, I feel the same way about Goonies. There you it's go. I know. It's go. a it's a ragtag group of misfits. In 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 yesteryear, banding mm. together for you know for for a greater cause. Than it's no Mission Impossible, right? So we go. You know, I I didn't go to now. I've done outdoor movies since I moved here. Well, it was actually since I lived in New York. We used to do them in Bryant Park. Gary, people my age revere the Sandlot in an unhealthy way. Having rewatched it as an adult, I've come around to your thinking. Yeah, and I've nothing wrong with it. It's just you know, it's cute. Yeah, he showed it, I showed it to her when he was five and he was perfectly happy with it. Sure. Um, but yeah, like I love the outdoor movie experience. I had not gone to a, dri- a real drive-in movie where you have to sit in your car and tune to a radio station until a couple of years ago. And I got to tell you, that is very dependent on the car you're driving. That's an improved experience over the old version, which I think they give you like a wired box, basically a walkie-talkie or a CB radio that would like go... Like this is this was my experience in like the nineties. Like they would give you well maybe the one place I went to, I don't right. know. They would give you like a box, you know, like a little ham radio. And no, the, I get it. The audio quality was not uh up to snuff. I would Yeah, you hang it on that. your window. I right. prefer that because the whole time I'm not really enjoying Mrs. Doubtfire because I'm afraid that my car battery is gonna die. <laughs> because you <laughs> it, have to it, leave your car battery on. That's true. I have a signed poster from Robin Williams from Mrs. Doubtfire. Of course you do. It says there's no face like foam. He wrote that. It's probably valuable at this point. When I got it, it was, you know, there's just another. I would guard that with your life. Because that is some value to it. Yeah. That is a limited edition item. And, And, you know, he put a little joke in there. That's great. uh, I never really thought about that. that. Now that it occurs to me, that probably has some value. I would, I would make sure that's mint, my friend. It's Tessa's uh, uh, placemat. Oh my god! I know. So okay, I really so screwed the pooch. Let's let's just break down a couple of the ways you can do an outdoor movie, and maybe one of these you'll agree with. And and again, this is movie dependent. Don't be a purist. Just you know, Tessa wants to see Moana under the stars. Okay. Yes okay. or no? Are you taking her? Uh, what's that? Moana under the stars. Would you right. go? Would yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Like, like under your premise of um, this is best served with a movie that you know and love. Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah, I imagine that would play well. Okay, good. Okay, so of course we got the sitting in your car, which again, totally car dependent. Um, I have a like a hatchback and it, it's, it works well for two hours. Um, picnic style, you know, with the soggy butt and the soggy crackers because you're right. sitting on the grass. Uh, I did that for, I mean, I, I can't tell you how many times I've been to Hollywood Forever Cemetery to see a movie. Are lawn chairs allowed? Here's the deal. They always are they say frowned low upon? back. Okay. They are frowned upon for all of us, uh, like horizontal 
movie watchers were like, you mother effer. And there should you should be in your own section. You go okay. to your chair section. You stay out of the blanket section. Um, there's, like I said, which was something I truly love, the rooftop. When you, when you want to pay extra and you really want to like impress, impress the date. Is that the VIP section? Well, yeah, like a lot of the rooftops, you can't. Oh, is, no, there's a literary rooftop event. Oh, yeah, they do them okay. at EPLP. They do them at the Westfield Shopping Mall. They do, but like you'll get like, uh, they do. Oh, my favorite experience was, I think we did see Greece on uh, the rooftop of the Montauban Theater in Hollywood. Okay. And you get these like, like love seat, you know, like, uh, like yeah, yeah. canvas love seats. You get your headphones. So it's so funny when you take them off and you can hear everyone singing Rama Lama Lama Ding 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 Dong. That's great. Because you're in your headphones. Yeah. Um, or it's like one of those know, silent nightclubs. Exactly. Um, and, uh, or, you know, like when we went to EPLP and you have dinner first and the food's great and you go upstairs, big comfy beanbag chairs, you got your drink, you got your popcorn and you're literally on a rooftop under the stars okay. watching. Okay. It's, it's awesome. That sounds like the most appealing version. Yeah. That would probably be the one that you would when, do. When you said rooftop, I was envisioning like Wrigley, Wrigley Field where like the movie's going on in a cemetery, but you're on the rooftop, you know, at, at, at the other end of the uh, property. My mistake should have clarified that I meant you are sitting on the rooftop. Okay, so this is a is contained, yeah, this is contained to the rooftop. Contained experience. Oh God. Yeah. No, <laughs> if you, it, it, yeah, if you look out your window and you position your head just right, you can see like half of Nicole Kidman. That's not what okay. I'm talking about. Okay. Um, but there is something that I am going back and forth on whether I have the cojones to do it because old oh. Gina would be like, of course. And now mom Gina's like, hmm. Do you know that on Castaic Lake, you can sit in a pedal boat or paddle boat, however you want to say it, and watch the movie on the water in boat cinema? And one year they showed Jaws. And you're that's not bad. That's not bad. And a paddle boat on the water at night watching Jaws. Yeah. If they themed these movies to like Deep Blue Sea or Anaconda, you know what I yeah. mean? Or uh, uh, what was the one with, uh, what was the one with, uh, oh, John Voight was Anaconda, but like Placid. You know you know what I mean? Like if they, if they theme them, I'm all in. Otherwise really? I'm like, why, why am I as an experience? Otherwise I'm like, yeah. why am I doing this? Yeah. I'm just afraid as like a Jew with a cornucopia of like, like you, is it safe to say that like you have one big problem medically? <laughs> I have, it's all, it's all encompassing, but yes, I, I'm limited. I, I have, I've got one problem. One big problem. <laughs> I have a thousand little teeny tiny problems. So I would go, oh my God, I'm on a paddle boat in the middle of the lake and uh, someone's got to, when they got to go, they got to go. So I that, gotcha. That yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my first question. Where do you pee? I mean, obviously you pee overboard, overboard. Well, but in like... frequently asked questions, it says like, can I throw trash in the water? And in big bold letters it says, absolutely not. So I don't know if that goes for like, urinating and defecating i imagine it probably does Human, like that's waste frowned well, upon. i also would imagine in case of emergency you can paddle over to the uh to the dock right and i disembark. looked it up i looked it up 
You probably theoretically could. I, I'm completely, no pun intended, talking out my ass here. But I looked it up briefly. And I wondered, like, how do you not flow, float away? You know, it's like you show all the boats with, like, the window. Like, you can see perfectly. I'm like, how does that work? I. It sounds like you're towed to your spot and then hooked in. Oh, my God. So I don't this know. Is, this is, you're describing triangle of sadness. <laughs> oh, my God. That's true. <laughs> Which I actually very much enjoyed it's a, it's a it's a great movie it's 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 uh not for everyone your mind no. may vary but i know a lot uh, of people hated it's it it's a great movie uh, let's just put it this way i heard tell that they actually had to hire professional pukers and that was the only <laughs> scene i could have done without but yeah. overall thematically it's an amazing movie I'm glad to say the 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 puking scene you're talking about the movie doesn't live or die on it it kind of comes and it goes completely unnecessary yeah <laughs> So feel free to fast forward. But um, yeah, so that one sounds fun. A little scary for me. But uh, so we got our we got our grass. We got our car. We got our rooftop and we got our boat. Which one are you doing? Well, this might blow your mind. But within, uh, I say, about eight or nine days from today, mm-hmm. I will have seen a movie at Cinespia. Oh, Yes. I'm going to the graveyard to check it off my list. Uh, the LA experience that has escaped what? me. Are you serious? So I, I think I brought I brought up my good my good pal Alex before. He you have shamed me for l- literally decades for you're doing gonna, this. You're, this is going to make sense though uh, okay. when I tell you the story. Okay. So my good friend Alex, uh, the one who works for USC, programs all the uh, all the uh, programming over the films mm-hmm. and guests and everything. Uh, he brings this up and and. Uh, going to Cinespia and I'm like, I, I, I can't imagine a scenario in which I would do that. He's like, what if it was VIP? I'm like, tell me what's entailed. And he goes, dedicated parking. I'm like, okay, that's in the wind column. He goes, separate seating. Like, All right. In the wind column. And uh, yeah. And he's like, uh, we got a separate area just for us. And the movie is fight club. I'm like, Oh, oh yeah, now, now we're talking. Like I can't see a movie yeah, for the first time in this scenario, but for a movie like fight club, which I own and have watched, yeah. I watched special features you know, on the yeah. DVD back in the day when I got movie. it. Like love it. One of my all time favorites. So this is, uh, this is tailor made for you. It really was. The, the, and the tickets are free. So oh, okay. there's, there, there's no downside. Okay. If you don't go, I, I'm going over there and ripping your face off and putting it on and going because Understood. I, I grew now Cinespia has become much more sophisticated in the, in the many years it's been around. I, th- is it still in the graveyard? Day, it's still very much in the graveyard, but back in the day when I lived, I would just walk down there. You had to pick one friend. I was yeah. usually the friend who got their chair and sat there all day, six, My seven, God. eight, ten hours just to get your place in line. And then everybody else rushes in at the last minute. They have to bring the food. See, this is nightmarish. Oh, it it gets so much worse. It gets worse. Oh, there was no such thing as VIP. You run in like it's the gold rush. You are literally, people are running with blood, tripping over picnic baskets, tripping over. It's like an ACDC concert from the 90s. Toppling people, wrestling them to the ground, staking out your claim right in the middle. I mean, it was chaos. It was such a coordinated event, too, with the group you were going with. And it was madness. Then, 
they started letting you do parking in there. And we're like, ooh, we're, we're interested. Because then you go right any. But then they added VIP and we're like, wait a second. Why am I sitting in line all day when the best seats are already blocked yeah. off? So then everybody goes to VIP. It's just it, now it's a very sophisticated experience. You are going to experience it the way Brian would and should experience it. Right. I experienced it in a it was like Mad Max. Yeah. It was like we it was like we found water and everyone's just like running toward it. It was insane. Yikes. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to the very important podcaster section. Got it. Okay, that's amazing. And that's frankly why I haven't been in years because uh, you know, some people uh, that that's you know, it's a little fancy for them. Well, so, we'll compare and contrast our experiences and a future You'll have a episode. great experience. It's it's good. And they always have fun stuff. I mean, I know this isn't exactly your jam, but if you're taking your wife, she'll be into it. They always have like, you know, um, a full like set now where you can like, like when we went for Dirty Dancing and, you know, they'll have like a, a cabin you can take pictures in, you know, that looks oh, like from the Pocono. I know. But your wife likes it. She does. If I like it, I promise you she likes it because she loves pop culture. Shit. She likes her dancing. Well, like everyone else. I'm, I'm I saw not, uh, showgirls there. Elizabeth Berkeley gave a speech. I mean, it's it's a grand. Experience. She just happened to be there cleaning up. <laughs> How dare you? I will tell you one of my favorite. I mean, I've seen Animal House there. I've seen. But the one of my favorite experiences is million years ago. Um, in some would say in the Jurassic period. Mm-hmm. For over Fourth of July, did Jurassic Park and fireworks in the cemetery, which all was right, great. And when and when Samuel L. Jackson said, "Hold on to your butts," there was a standing ovation. That's good. Yeah. So I mean, I've seen purple, right? I, I, and but back in the day, it was weird because they weren't showing movies that anyone was familiar with. They were showing black and white movies. Oh, so really? Seen, yeah. The, I I saw Vertigo, Rear Window, Chinatown. You saw some movies. classics. Yeah, movies I'd never seen, some I've never heard of. That's what they used to show. Now you get, you know, now fast forward, I got to see Showgirls sure. and Elizabeth Berkeley gave a speech. It was awesome. So I can't wait to hear about that experience for you. Yeah, I'm excited for it. And it's been a long threatening to become a part of my life. <laughs> I, I mean, I'll never forget the day we were on a show together and I extolled the virtues of my Sinisphere experience and the look you gave me like I was scum under your shoe. It wasn't I, so much yeah. that. Well, yeah, it was a little bit of that, but mostly well, that like general. with every detail you revealed, it became more and more unpleasant to me. I was like, yeah. like I, when you were like, Oh yeah. And you got to stand in line for eight hours. I was like, yeah. And then, and then it gets really cold and the ground gets wet. Oh, Jesus. But it won't be for you because you're in the VIP yeah, section. And I'll be so fluffed. We smartened up and bought a tarp. So you put a tarp down and then the blanket. Oh, my God. <laughs> Gee, like, you don't know how, how much this is dissuading people from doing this. It's like, it's like camping for three hours. They do show overnight movies, which I would fall asleep. Oh. So there's, oh, Brian. God. Okay, Brian's just, you're making a face like. I mean, it's just putrid, the face you're Yeah, making. like I've been injured or, or yeah. like someone shoved a, a plate with something not so pleasant on it under my face. Okay, well, I can't wait. You're, you are going for the perfect bespoke ball Brian Bishop experience. So if you Sounds have like anything it. other than an A-plus time, I will give you specifically, I will underline this for you. It, I don't care when you go because it's nighttime and you're on the grass, it will get cold. Bring more than you need. Socks, fuzzy oh, socks. Oh, clothing-wise. Yes. This is going to be mid-July. Doesn't matter. Really? 
I okay. would, I've done this. Hey, better safe than sorry. If from, from two people who spent 10 years fighting over a thermostat, I'm telling you to bring a coat. Okay. All right. Okay. You know what? That is uh, better safe than sorry. Yeah. Exactly. Better too much than too little. Better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. There you go. Uh, that's what we say in the, <clears throat> in the Midwest. Jewelry is having a big moment right now. And with hundreds of products popping up in your feed every day, it could be hard to find a brand you trust. Alex and Ani has been creating meaningful jewelry for over 20 years, designing pieces that connect you with all of life's important moments. With an emphasis on value, there's truly something for everyone. You might be most familiar with their signature charm bangle. This bracelet literally created the category of meaningful jewelry and had you stacking charms from your wrist to your elbow. This piece is an icon for a reason. Completely size inclusive, each bracelet is adorned with a symbol designed to tell your story and express your unique style. Beyond the bangle, you'll find stylish, affordable jewelry for every occasion, from classic pieces to bold statement looks. Don't know where to start? Alex and Ani makes it easy to unpack the trends you're after and sprinkle in your personality too. Each piece comes with a personalized message and meaning, truly making it the perfect gift. You can take comfort in knowing that you're shopping with a socially conscious brand as well. To date, Alex and Ani has donated over $60 million to nonprofits worldwide, connecting fashion and philanthropy in an easy, fun, affordable way. Visit alexandani.com right now to discover the confidence that comes with a perfectly accessorized piece of jewelry. Right now, Alex and Ani is offering our audience 20% off with code MIDAS at checkout. Again, head to alexandani.com. That's A-L-E-X-A-N-D-A-N-I.com and use code MIDAS at checkout for 20% off your order. Um, all right. Should we move on to answer some people's pressing questions that are a little like... Some of them are head scratchers, but we're going to do our best. Sure. Can I briefly point out that uh, speaking of movies, I saw a, uh, I watched a, a delightful uh, Blast in the Past last night, uh, a movie that I had seen and I enjoy then and now on very different levels. I can't wait. Very different. I'm sure you've seen Varsity Blues. I've seen it once. Uh, yeah. Well, you should, you once as in like close to when it came out in 1999. Yeah. yeah. You should see it again because it hits different as a uh, as an adult in 2023. Uh, so just a peek behind the curtain. Uh, I do. I host a movie show called The Film Vault, and we do a watch along every uh, month oh, nice. with some of our fans. That's why I got the fancy fancy ring light uh, right here. Yeah, and uh, we, we watched and we commented and we laughed. And Anderson, my co-host, had never seen the movie. He's a little too good for it. And I was like, oh, we're watching. I got the shoes this month. So like, oh, we're watching Varsity Blues. And uh, wow, it's a, it, 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 it holds up as a sort of, I think the, the parts that are intentionally funny are are still intentionally funny, but there's so much melodrama and so much over the top and so much over explaining and so much broad characters. Also, I I I shudder to think because I don't remember it. I shudder to think how it holds up politically correctly. Not as bad as you would think. Oh, there's a couple of them. I think the uh, the hard F word is thrown around uh, uh, the uh, to, to yeah. denigrate uh, homosexuals. Um, but again, this is high school Texas football in 1999. Things were a little different um, right. in the way you talked about people. Uh, my my host Anderson, it, uh, you know him. He's a bit of a yes. film uh, snob and when, he, when it comes to me, film and it doesn't doesn't uh, he he 
he is obstinate to the, to the point where like he I was famous for, you know, crapping on our old boss's points. He'd make a point yeah, and sure. I'd point out, you know, maybe an a exception flaw. or how, yeah. how a, fly, a flaw. Anderson is just obstinate. Like he, he'll argue anything just, just because it, the word no can be uttered. And so <laughs> I, when, when Allie Larder came out uh, in her uh, whipped cream bikini oh, sure. in the, in the, Thank you very much. Because when she came out, I, I was like, "Oh, Anderson, here's the famous scene with yeah. uh, Ali Lauder." And the, he's like, "This isn't a famous scene. I don't know about this." I'm like, "Anderson, you may not know about it, but I can promise you, this is a famous scene." It's, it's and we synonymous have a chat, with the movie. We have a chat going on with all of our uh, viewers yeah. uh, at the uh, at, at the watch along, and uh, unanimously they were like, "Yeah, this is a pretty famous scene." <laughs> Like it was parodied in like not another teen movie or something. Yeah. Like it, it, once once you start to parody something, you're you're officially a famous scene. Like a hole in an apple pie with American pie, everybody knows yeah. the whipped cream bikini. That and uh, I tried to sell them on also being famous. I don't want your life, which which oh, uh, yeah. had had a little bit of a uh, had a little bit of life beyond uh, just just uh, Vanderbeek's moment. By the right. way, Vanderbeek very um. Uh, I want to say very convincing, but viable, plausible as a high school star quarterback. Like a lot of times you see these movies and these pretty boys are just, you know, they can't throw a ball or they can't right. swing a bat or whatever it is. Vanderbeek either got coached up well or is an athletic guy because uh, I, I bought, I bought him as a, uh, as a quarterback. Now, as someone who's not quite the movie buff that you are and doesn't remember those movies super well, um, I get Friday Night Lights and Varsity Blues mixed up. <laughs> Are they the same movie? Have you seen both? Yeah. Okay, Friday Night Lights is 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 a really good movie. Uh, Peter Berg directed it and uh that's with Tim McGraw is uh is in that movie and also Billy Bob Thornton uh really? as the coach. And that's actually a really good like legitimately good movie. Uh, Not ironically. No, it's actually really good. It came out like oh four. This okay. is five years earlier, I believe, okay. and it's very tongue in cheek, almost like teen schlock. You know what I mean? Like this, it's the cruel it. intentions of the Got football it. world. Love it. Got it. And I do appreciate that's why I take your opinions more seriously because you and I love me some Anderson, but you will find, and we've talked about this before, you will find the spark in a critically shitty movie sure. you will find you will find the fun you will you will not poo poo it just for the sake of poo pooing it yeah i don't I, gary can look it up maybe we can do a quick uh, rotten tomatoes game but i'm guessing the score on varsity blues has got to be around 50 maybe even oh, lower wow. than that okay. um but but at the same time it's enjoyable you know what i mean yeah. it, it it wallows uh, celebrates if you will in in its uh in its absurdity great great so we should all revisit that I enjoyed it. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah, we have the score. Uh, wow. Critics. 43, 43%. Not into it. 76 amongst the fans. Yeah, fans. People, people, people enjoy that movie. And you know what? Those scores track. Yeah, a, a young Paul Walker, a young um, Amy Smart, young uh, Scott Kahn is in that movie. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a real who's who. Okay, great. Uh, let's Let's help some people. Please. I feel like okay. I just did, but let's help some more people. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to go down the list here. Um, oh, this is a good one, especially for, for you. Uh, from Salmon Water 4598, is LA a good place to have a dog or not so much? Interesting. Oh. 
I well, you you in your previous iteration had had a, a dog that you sort I of did. adopt. You're a stepmom dog. I'm a step step dog. dog mom. Yeah, and I and we were about to take our other our little god dog again for another couple of weeks. So this is an interesting question. You know, you'd think that you'd get that more for like New York. Is New York a place? Right. L.A. You'd think like, of course, but you know what? Maybe not. What, what I do you think, think? I think I personally, I think it's great. It depends on the neighborhood. Like if you're in a, in a loft downtown, maybe not as great as maybe right. where you used to live in Manhattan Beach, which right. dog heaven. You know, you oh. can't, it doesn't get much better than that. My neighborhood, I see, I see people walking their dogs all the time, everywhere. Um, and there's plenty of parks, you know, and even dog parks, and yeah, I, I where dogs can run free more yeah. or less, and it feels yeah. like. Uh, yeah, I, I would say um, it's it's a, it's a good city, depending on the neighborhood. But most neighborhoods are good. Imagine the valley's got to be nice for dogs. Oh yeah, Just I mean big parks and yeah. There's there's a lot of parks. Um, there's a lot of good little dog runs. Um, yeah, I mean, I think you know, I've never had anything larger than like a small little small to medium guy. Um, as you know, same with Brian. But it seems doable. My only my only concern would be. If you can avoid it, try not to take your, you know, try not to put Marmaduke in an apartment because when, yeah. it, when it comes to being outside, yes, it works out really, really great. But most people in LA, I would say live in an apartment and that can be really tough. Obviously, this is not, this is not new news. And even if I guess you're you know, lucky enough to be in a home, you're probably not in a home with a lot of square footage on the yeah. property. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you see, you see it a lot in my uh, neck of the woods, but you know, people buy a modest sized property and build a gigantic box on top of it, really minimizing, uh, you know, outdoor, outdoor space. space. I mean, yeah. it's what, you know, it's what they want. So, you know, good for you. But like, you know, I imagine a, a active dog in that scenario, i.e. a German shepherd, i.e. A, yeah. a Husky or something of that nature would just become stir crazy. Yeah. My other thing is, and this goes for, I think, most cities, but it really, really chaps my hide here in the Valley. I am not a veterinarian. I don't know if you knew that. Um, okay. I don't, I don't know a lot about uh, animals or paws or asphalt. Okay. But when it is scorching, blazing hot outside and I see people walking their dogs on, on just Fire, lava, cement, asphalt, dragging their dog around the farmer's market, dragging it, you know, mm. somewhere mm. where it shouldn't be. I am so worried about those little paws. And I know nothing about paws. And I know they're thicker than our fingers. But it's it's scorching hot. Leave the little guy in the air conditioner. He doesn't want to be dragged around with you in a tutu at the farmer's market. Please. I imagine it's breed specific. Maybe some dogs handle that better. But yes, overall, on those scorching days, give the dog a break. Yeah, air condition, everybody. Or okay. at the very least, uh, you know, let him run some grass. Don't, don't drag him on your errands. No. It, and again, like, we get it. Like, he's in a bee costume. It's adorable. But like, <laughs> then pick him up. Right. Um, okay. Uh, I, oh, oof. Oh, uh, I can't believe it's not butterfly. That's funny. That's good. Um, I'm a, this is, this is a, this oh, is a no. loaded one. I'm a single woman who's lived in LA for the past three years and can't I hear you, girl. find a good relationship. Oh. <laughs> I'm originally from New England and found it a little easier to date there. Since you guys met your spouses in LA, mm. any advice for us singles? 
this my is- overarching advice uh, i've said this before uh, probably to my wife i was like you know had we never met when i, I was dating or whatever I, i'm sure i would do online dating to some degree you know what i mean so one of the services one of the websites it just feels the most efficient it just feels the most um likely you're going to match on a on a number of uh interests or 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 commonalities so i mean that feels like the first avenue i would try but you have you done online dating gina brian you're adorable you're adorable. I am, but uh, you're the wide-eyed, <laughs> the wide-eyed, naive advice. As somebody who's done all of them, everything, and you know, mm. like the apps and the, you know, we've all, you know, anyone who wasn't married, what, fifteen years ago? How long have you been married? Fourteen. We just had our fourteenth yeah. anniversary. The, we, everybody but you, has done all of it. Okay. And so, I, I, my guess is that that she's she's probably doing gone that. there. Sure. Now, let me get a little more specific. Yes. Yes. Venture online, you could even make it, you know, area code specific. So, you know, you don't even have to schlep that far. Um, I, you know how when I become obsessed with something, I join the Facebook group? Yeah. I've heard okay. this about you. <clears throat> yeah. So I'm on multiple Facebook groups until I lose interest and have to like get into like a knitting one or whatever. You're this close I, to joining a Facebook group, a book group about Facebook groups where it's like all they do is like, oh, hey, here's the newest one. Here's what's it. Look what I found, you guys. I guarantee you that exists. Give me 30 seconds and I'll find out. Um, So I don't tell my husband this because it sounds super weird that I joined it. Go on. But I was really intrigued. It's called like LA woman. Are we dating the same guy? And I was like, I gotta see this. This is like misconnections from back in the day. It's, it's that, but more, more so it's more like red flag. Like, yeah, don't, yeah. You remember don't, there was a website called don't date him girl.com. It's uh, like, I'm sad to say, I don't know that one, but I get, <laughs> I get the idea right away. It's kind of like that. Like, are we dating the same guy? Is he playing me? Is he a player? Is he an F boy? You know, is he juggling? Wait, wait, okay. I, this was great. I, I had to see what was going on in there. So what I think the biggest problem Spill it, is, girl. What goes on in there? <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you. A big problem, they, they post a lot of screenshots. And when Brian says, you know, I hear that I've heard this newfangled thing called online dating. Yes, you have, Brian. And yes, it can be All a useful I see tool. how that came off, for sure. That being said, that's why I said you're adorable. There's these days, I've, I'm old. I'm jaded. I'm married. I can now look back at a lot of these stray dogs I picked up on these sites that I regret. And, you know, uh, one of the, uh, it's funny. I don't know if you've seen Jewish matchmaking on Netflix. It's, you know, they have Indian no. matchmaker. They, now sure. they're, she's Orthodox. It's, it's hilarious. She's like, but some people are like, well, I don't keep kosher, but I go to services every Shabbat. She's like, oh, so you're flexodox. She said that was a funny word. <laughs> she's Jewish. She, oh yeah. So she, her thing is she always says date him till you hate him. Okay. Wait, I, what does that mean? Date him till you hate him. Like, don't just bail out because, you know, you don't like, you don't think his shirt matched his pants. You know, date him till okay. you really have a reason to stop A reason. Him. Okay, sure. I agree with that in theory. But in LA, I'm going to tell you the opposite. Do not ignore red flags. If yes. he's not making time for you, it's because he's still looking. If he's you know not what? calling you back, it's because he's not that into you. I've seen this in uh, friends, you know, not recently, but like in back in the day when all my friends were single. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a dating um, extension of the sunk cost fallacy, yes. which is I yes. put in the sunk cost fallacy. I've put in so much time and effort and money into this 
endeavor. I must see it through to the end. Yes. No, you must not. You you must exactly. cut your losses when the time is right. And the same thing with dating. It's like people yes. are like, I've been with him or her for uh, five years. You know, let's let's just see. if do if you know is not happening out. Cut, cut it off. Out. And that's the thing. Five years in the span of God willing, your whole life is a blip. So please, my whole thing is, and I'm telling you, as somebody who married a nice guy, Christy, your wife married a nice guy. If you find- (laughs) Who is he? I'll kill him. (laughs) If you find a nice guy, you hold on to him with talons. I don't want to hear about how you like a bad boy. Everybody likes a bad boy. Everybody thinks that's what they're into. You're not- you don't, you're going to get played. You're going to keep going, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. You find a solid dude. And I don't mean a nice guy. Like, um, like I, ever since the phrase, and I think it was from, um, like how I met your mother, maybe, but ever since the phrase friend zone became a thing. And my old buddy, Randy Wang could tell you this when we used to podcast 20 years ago, I raged against that phrase. Because I don't want to, no girl doesn't owe you anything but being a friend. She doesn't even owe you being your friend. So if you're a nice guy and you're only being nice because you want to sleep with her and she's not interested, tough tatas. Tough, tough talk from Gina Grad, everyone. You know what I mean? Like, no, you don't owe anybody anything. Yeah, they yeah, don't know you anything. Not completely. As one who was essentially friend zoned from age 15 to 25, uh, yeah, that, that, that that checks out. So if you, so my point is if you're an actual good guy and the girl's like, I don't know. I mean, he looks good on paper. He checks all the right boxes. I'm just not into him. Be into him. Get into him. You're, that's a very good insight uh, for, from uh, someone who knows. Uh, I, I I realize now that you say that I sp- I got lucky. You know, I I, I did okay. I'm I'm in my dating life, and then you know, I married Christy. Best decision I ever made. Yeah. Um. But I I like to think that I'm a nice guy at the end of the day. But like I remember having a number of friends, like male friends, who were really nice guys, like good yeah. dudes, really yeah. nice people, and like having a hard time setting them up you know what i mean yeah. like if yeah. you meet someone like oh i want to date, I want to date so-and-so it's like oh well i i got a friend who's a really good guy and just really felt it feeling like it was a sisyphean effort back in yeah. the day like yeah. in your 20s you know no one wants the nice guy no. and you know now you know they're they're a valued commodity oh you they just bide their time yeah. and that's the truth i mean i get it you want to you know physical connection and that and that can happen but i I, for me, my husband is the funniest guy on the planet. I think he's the cutest little thing. He's uh, great at everything. And he's a genuinely nice guy. And I'm just so grateful to have married married the right person. You've seen the, the meme or the quote or whatever that's like, your fascination with bad boys started when you chose Dylan over Brandon. Uh, sure, sure. Okay. These old 90210 references. So- <laughs> Timely reference, but I got that. <laughs> and if you get that reference, you probably need to get a, you know, a, a prostate exam or a yeah, colonoscopy or whatever it yeah. is. Um, so anyway, that's my advice. Don't date the F boys and give the nice guys more than a chance. And I think I w- that things will turn around. That's good advice. I was thinking about this question earlier and I realized that from Christy my wife who I was dating at the time on back for a few years, I feel like everyone I even went on any kind of date with or dated with any kind of regularity in LA 
was fr- like through friends, you know what I mean? Mm, like friends, mm. like, oh, you should a friend of a friend met at a party, right. met at a, a dinner, met, right. you know, wh- wherever. Uh, yeah, that was, that was a, uh, that was a reliable way. And obviously your mileage may vary based on, you know, your friend group or right. how often you get out. But uh, in that, I, I've, I've known more, multiple people who've gotten married to people they met on Hinge because yeah. apparently this is not an ad. They're not paying us. But like Hinge is the one apparently where it's friends of friends. You're dating, you know, oh, you have this person yeah. in common. You know what I mean? Like, with, like Gene, if I was single and your, you know, girlfriend was single, we'd meet on the site because we right. both knew you. You'd you know see, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think that's I've, great. I know people who are, like are married now from meeting on Hinge. Yeah, and Hinge, that sounds like a good plan because then they're like moderately vetted and you can reach out to yeah, the person. Yeah, precisely. Like, How do you know this person? So yeah, I, yeah. I think that's great. Um, God, what was the other one? I mean, there, there's there's ones that, and I'm kind of talking out my ass, but like there was like coffee meets bagel or bagel meets coffee <laughs> or something where, what or Bumble, I don't know, one of them, the woman is completely in charge. Like she makes, like she is oh, the interesting. one to you because it's like not safe, you know, like- sure. They, what, maybe, what's maybe, maybe, maybe this alley. Yeah, right. What's a man's biggest fear that like he's going to get catfished and she's not going to be pretty? And what's a woman's biggest fear? Oh, getting killed on a date. Yeah, yeah. Getting skinned. So, right. So you kind of want to, you know, give the woman as much, uh, you know, empowerment in that situation as possible. But I would say, yeah, just tr- trust your instincts if they're good. Do the opposite if you have a bad track record. That's all I can say at this that's point. That's right. That's right. Know, know thyself. Yes, exactly. Um, hey, we're already forty five minutes in. Are we good, or do we have more questions, or what's the what do we do? What how are you feeling? How are you feeling these let days? Let me see. What do we have? Um, let's let's save. Yeah, that's a good point. Let's save the other two because they are going to be complicated. Oh, okay. This is a longer discussion. <laughs> I mean, and it's it's just you know like it sounds like an easy question, but it doesn't really have an easy answer. Like meeting people like neighbor oh, you know, yeah, that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um, i'm not so, i lost interest yeah okay good i like i like your instincts there and to uh bring the right. full circle friday night lights is 82 percent on rotten tomatoes that's a legitimately good movie oh is that where people say like full heart full yeah that was uh oh, what's his name i love that actor the coach yeah it, it's uh he was in a. it's the poor man's uh john ham yeah, uh, he, he was in uh, Wolf of Wall Street. He was like the FBI yep, guy. FBI agent. Yeah, Clean eyes, full hands. <laughs> Clear eyes, full heart, can't lose. There, that is, that's yeah. it. That, that's, that's all I remember from that movie. Ah, poor Booby Miles. <laughs> no, not Billy Bob Gary. He's the coach in... Uh... Oh, wait, on oh, the TV show, Friday Night Lights. Yes, Gina is uh, talking about the TV oh, show. He plays the Billy Bob coach character in the TV show. Oh, yeah. Th- this is a little outside my area of interest when I was that age. So I don't really remember these movies. <clears throat> I but, think, uh, I think Kyle Chandler is correct. Okay. Very good. Um, all right. Should we get out of here and go enjoy the city and then come back and talk more about it? I got a date with Indiana Jones. So uh, oh, that's right. I'll be sure to report back and let you know what's uh, what happens. I, I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous. I, I can't wait for your always very fair and honest reviews. Um, I have a child who is obsessed with arcades. I did not realize there are so many in this city. No, I neither did I. It's why I don't like to go to casinos. It's too many noises. It's too many lights. It's, oh, but there, you're talking about the, the Dave and Buster's of the world? Oh, yeah, but there's so yeah. many. 
It, like yeah. not Dave and Buster's, like they're in, like tucked into like sections of and, malls that nobody goes. And every to. bowling alley now is half bowling alley, half arcade. Exactly. And of course, the only reason I go is to see him chuckle with delight when he plays Rose in Street Fighter Four, which is voiced by me, and he often loses, but it's still super fun, and I still record it. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna go find some more arcades, I guess. Oh God, we're doing like playground arcade oh my god day. we'll be in our we'll be at an arcade uh this this uh this weekend really? down in uh yeah down in uh newport the fun zone tessa oh, loves the fun nice. zone she likes ski she likes the tactile game she loves ski ball Same. she loves the claw Same. yeah all the stuff yeah i i was never a video game person i always wanted the like plinko experience so i totally yeah. understand that there's like a you fire uh it's like a cannon a hand cannon you fire like balls at like a clown's teeth or something the Best. I love those. Uh, apparently, Gary used to work at a fun zone. No, the fun zone, Cold Stone Creamery. Gary, can you get me a discount? This kid, this kid's eating me out of a house and home. Wait a second. Gary didn't work at fun zone. He worked in the ice cream parlor inside the fun zone. Well, that the is- fun zone is a like a experience. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like a whole like strip of just nonsense. And okay. one of those nonsensy things is a Cold Stone. Apparently. Gary is one. Gary is present company included the nicest human being on the planet the, oh, the most generous the kindest the most polite that being that, said, we're not by our, our producer yes okay that being said sometimes lacks enthusiasm that i feel like would be necessary to paint on that big shit yes. in an in a cold stone inside a fun zone he might have stocked the shelves yeah, I, 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 yeah. Gary, yeah, Gary lacks. Gary lacks the theater kid gene that Gina possesses that would make you a great Cold Stone employee. I mean, separately, together yeah. we would rule the world. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I'll give, I'll stand in a sandwich board and sing a song while he can, like, you know, like pull the strings. Yeah, he reached the top shelves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Okay, so go have fun doing that. Uh, yep. Have a scoop on Gary. I will do. And, that was uh, actually really good. Oh, it's amazing. It's I, it's the first time I ever saw people chop up things on a... Yeah, yeah, and then they put it on the slab. I've never yeah. seen that before in my life. It's fun. Um, all right, let's get, let's get the F out of here. All right, everyone. Uh, good talking to you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading, supporting the show. Follow us on social media at Bald Brian with a Y at Gina Grad. And uh, yeah, send us your questions. Love answering your queries. And until uh, next time. Thank you for listening to The Brian and Gina Show. To get in touch with the hosts or buy their books, hit them up at, at @baldbrian and at Gina Grad on Twitter and Instagram or by email at podcasts at lamag.com. To get connected with LA Magazine, hit them up at, at @lamag on Twitter and Instagram. Talk soon. <laughs>